two of all the books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. <laughs> it seemed like you kind of forgot where I we did. were for a minute Yeah, there. I did forget. I, had I was really scared. Sometimes yeah. your eyes glaze over like that. And I think, <laughs> oh no, I'm going to no. have to jump in and save yeah. the day. But, now yeah. we're the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. Technically, we're the all book show now. Mm-hmm. That's what we say. Mm-hmm. Don't ask why. It's our Twitter name. Yeah, it is our Twitter we're name. We're streamlining. That's what it is. Yeah, we are. With us today, we have uh, a guest we've been talking about for a while. Yeah, I'm, he- I'm here every week. She's not you. She's, oh. been, she's been a friend to the library family for a couple years now, really, teaching craft classes. We've known her for a long time. Iris Johansson? No. Heather Graham? No. Heather Graham, the actress. We, do, we talk about both of them quite a lot. No, we have with us today the queen of Halloween herself, Sally Murphy. Hey. <laughs> that was what you went with. Yeah. All right. There was a lot. She I just didn't know what to do. She had a Guys, week. I'm real nervous. Yeah, she had a week to know she was going to be on the show. Uh, she paused and considered and went with, hey. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's how she talks oh, all boy. the time. Stumbling right out of the yeah. gate. All right. No, we got it. We can recover. We yeah, can recover. I don't know. Eric, say something cool. Um, no, mistake. My um, mistake. My mistake. <laughs> anyway. Well... If you caught our little mini episode last time, episode 61.5, episode outside of continuity. I uh, saved it as episode 6.1. Ah, wow. That's yeah. confusing. Sure so is. We, we did a little recap on our Alexander McCall Smith visit, and soon we'll stop talking about them all together, mm-hmm. unless new books come out or, or the, it, the fancy strikes us. Like, we stopped talking about Joyce Carol Oates. When we started did we? this. Well, <laughs> when we started this podcast, she was like the queen of the podcast. We talked about her all the time. And to be fair, I am going to reference her a little later. Okay. Not right now. All right. So this week, since we have Sally with us and it's almost Halloween, we're going to be talking all things Halloween. We're going we're gonna to dip into books, obviously. Yeah. We're going to talk films. We're going to oh. talk Eric's obsessive Halloween playlist, which is up to six discs, I want to say. It's only four discs. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> not even that long. That's pretty good. It's only 70 songs. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I that's got like fair. 200 Christmas songs. Yeah. I always Most of them are TSL. When I was a kid, we'd always gather around the, the hearth and sing our favorite <laughs> Halloween carols. <laughs> Tell you what, so. if uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra did a Halloween album, oh, yeah. I'd own three copies. You would be all over one that. One to listen to, one to keep, and Aren't one to lend. Coming? I thought I heard that they were going to be around here somewhere. Yeah, they, they tour like every single city. What's like, the tour- one you love? What? The, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Album what about it? you love? Which Which one is it? Oh, yeah, their non-Christmas album, though, Beethoven's yeah. Last Night. That's it, I do Beethoven's love that Last Night, yeah. yeah. What's good on life? That Right, I'm not going to sing it right now. Okay. But I could. Fine. Should I? No, it's all right. All right. We're going to get to Halloween later, right Maybe now. Maybe Sally requested. Sally? She's, yeah, she's, all right. that's she fine. doesn't want it. That was courtesy. That was, a, that was a soft maybe. Yeah. She, says, she said later. That's yeah, that's true. All right. Well, we're going to talk bookmark. We're uh-huh. going to talk about what we've been reading, what we plan to read. Yeah. Um, all our hopes and dreams, book-related. First, yeah. I'm going to mention that Steve Dillon has passed away. He's a comic book artist. Oh. He died at 54. He was the comic book artist of the series Preacher, which is now mm. an AMC, AMC, yeah, AMC uh, TV show. Yeah, yeah. So he did the, all the comic book work. Worked with uh, Garth Ennis a lot. Did some Constantine comics. Okay. Uh, and he had done, he done a lot of uh, Punisher comics. Mm. He did the Welcome Back Frank, which the uh, Thomas Jane movie is based off of mm. a lot of. So... He's a he's a pretty big name in the comic book one. He only fifty four. He was only fifty four. Yeah. I know that was only like five years older than you. No, that's it's much older than me. Oh, but I won't make light of. <laughs> okay, yeah. So <laughs> I guess I probably have never seen his stuff. Then none of the stuff you listed have I read. So. No, uh, I mean it's a lot of Vertigo stuff, a lot okay. of like you know gory kind of gross stuff. But yeah, you know worked on a lot of. I mean Preacher is big right now. Yeah, it is. So and has and in the comic book world has been big like since it came out. Yeah, uh, but in. On TV now. That's like so. a, that's like I would call that a sleeper hit. 
You yeah. Know? It's never been like yeah. a big top tier thing, but it's yeah. just one of those. Oh, have you read Preacher kind yeah. of things? So there we so, go. Well, all right. Thanks so that's for the sad book news. Well, let's talk about bookmarks, where our bookmarks are at. Okay. What, what have you been reading, buddy? Are you talking to me or Sally? Yeah, you can start. Okay. Uh, I'm reading Pet Cemetery. Hey. About 150 pages in. Okay. I'm somewhere around How you that feeling? Month. It's fine. I don't like the wife. She's super annoying. Oh, yeah. She, she made that statement that uh, there's nothing natural about death, and I'm like, go back to preschool, you little kid. She's kind of <laughs> she's kind of an unpleasant character. Yeah. Have, you, have you read or seen Pet Cemetery? I have seen, not read. Okay. Yeah. And there's a sequel, too, right? Pet Cemetery 2. I think there's... I haven't seen that. You have, okay. Is yeah. the movie good? It's all right. Okay. I mean, it's pretty pretty old school. Like, yeah. I'm, I think it's like late 80s, early 90s, okay. and you can tell. <laughs> have you seen the Simpsons episode? The Halloween episode where they... I don't pets. think so. Right. And I've just seen me? most of their tree house of horrors. So, so you must be 150 pages in. It must be things must be pretty normal. Uh, at this point. That ghost boy showed up. Yeah, yeah. At, okay. at his house, and right. uh, his cat just died. Yeah, the church just died. Yeah, just went to bury him. Okay. So you know, all I right. had to bury a cat one Wild time, ride. and all I got was poison ivy. Yeah, and you know. Sadness. Probably not. Yeah, the hauntings. <laughs> yeah, no hauntings. My cat was never in. My I know house. you love the Ramones Pet Cemetery. That's a great track. song. Yeah. It's good. What disc did that make it on? That's on that's on disc three. I made that one last year. So that's a little late. That's not one of the top contenders. What? (laughs) Okay. All right. What else we got? Um, No, that's it. Oh no! Wait, I finished something. I finished Ghost by Raina Telgemeier. Raina Telgemeier. So (laughs) wait, did you repeat what I said? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) It was like I wrote that phonetically, and you did your best. Okay. (laughs) It was pretty good. Uh, I can't pronounce the holiday name. Okay. But it's uh, November 1st, uh, the the Mexican holiday, Day of the Dead. Okay. Uh, Because they moved to California. Dia de los Muertos. Maybe. Okay. I hope so. I hope you just didn't offend a lot of people. Sally, do you know what it is? The Day of the Dead? Yeah. Isn't it? Mm, I, no, I don't want to okay. answer that. All right. wow, why did we bring Sally on this podcast? <laughs> She's not a fact checker. Oh yeah, right. That's uh, December 1st. So. That should be Roger, but yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe you are right though. Okay. About it. Well, anyways, it's on November right. 1st because they mentioned it. it's the day uh, like the spirits come and are welcome. Yeah, they welcome okay. the spirits. Um, it's pretty good. It's not realistic because, or unless depending on what you believe. Yeah, but, Dia de yeah, Muertos. Say, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are actual ghosts in the story. So okay. it's not like her other stuff where it's like, you know, very slice of life. Okay. This is really happening. I don't think I've read anything of hers. Drama? I, no. Smile? Mm-mm. Or Sisters. What I about don't... the X-Men manga? No. Right. Not, nor have I read Babysitter's Club. So. Okay. Well, then no, you haven't. That's a lot. Um, my niece is big into her. Like yeah. any, anything that she does. Well, Ghost so. is good. Uh, the She just read Ghost. The main character has a younger sister who has a... Oh, fibrosis. What's the, the lung thing? And the What's it called? The younger sister is played by Demi Moore. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. And they, they make the pottery. <laughs> yes, that a... that's exactly right. Oh, okay. what, what's the the full the fibrosis? Where Stop the asking lungs, me these questions. Where I don't you get know. too much mucus in your lungs and you have trouble breathing. Basically, I, I her sister know. is going to die someday. Okay. And so, like the sister, the other sister, the older one, has to get used to death. Huh. And the story, you wow. know, accepts it. Seems like kind of a. It's good. After reading it though, the the neighbors kept bringing over like authentic Mexican food and they brought over enchiladas and like the way it was drawn in there I was like I gotta have an enchilada mm, right now yeah mm-hmm. it looks so good yeah so instead I had like a gross chicken sub so <laughs> I haven't had Mexican food in a while yeah I love it I love the one in uh Olean. yeah El Mariachi Only in you guys been to El, yeah. El Mariachi's where it's at so Free I read chips. that I read something yeah, else that's right the chips and salsa are great but anyway I we don't like have to do a commercial something. for that restaurant but I guess I didn't <laughs> Okay. So that's fine. I guess I read Ghost, so I would have something I say I finished. All right. 
So. <laughs> you don't have to let us say that's that's a peek behind the curtain that we don't want to see. But thank you for that, well, Sally. You're our guest. But have you read anything good lately that you'd like to? She's our out guest, there? but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'd like to apologize on behalf of the David I A. Public Library. Just, it's okay. I'll cry later. Yeah. But um, so, <laughs> so I'm actually well. I'm in the middle right now of Hold Still, which is Sally Mann's autobiography. Oh. Came out this year, so okay. it's a new book, um, and I love it. It's fabulous. I don't know. Hmm. She's a photographer. She was pretty big in the late '90s mm-hmm. and early 2000s. Although she still does photography today, but the book is pretty hefty telling of her growing up and i love it it's mm. great sort of slice of life i mean well it's an autobiography so i guess that's yeah, what it is that's true literally a slice of her life <laughs> oh yeah maybe the whole pie i had intended mm. to read for the halloween time um devil in the white city but i haven't oh, yeah. gotten around to it yet but my mom just finished it and she loved it so she passed it on to me and okay you know all right Sally's so our cool guest, but she's getting book recommendations from her mom. So. <laughs> My mom is cool. All right. Shout out to Sally's you, mom. You heard it here first. Go Nancy. Shout out to Nancy Murphy. Okay. Um, we'll take hey, that. I did read something else. Yeah. I read Giant Days Volume no, you're, 3. You're, you're done. Uh, you're done. But, oh. Okay, go ahead. It was really funny. All right. Cracked me up. There was one uh, chapter in that volume where one of the characters was staying up later and later, mm-hmm. and she would leave her dorm room. And uh, everyone was just so weird. And every time she met somebody, they'd be like, night be with you. Mm-hmm. And everyone, it was just different. And her friend, Esther, realized she had entered night world and how everything is just kind of different in night world. And it's very true, hmm. having myself gone yeah. through that process multiple weird. times in my life. It, it was, it's really funny. So Giant Days is a young adult graphic novel yeah. series, which is in our graphic novel yeah. section over in the, in the YA yeah. section. This is volume three, right? Yeah. Super popular. Yeah. As I recall, my wife loved these. Too. Yeah. She read it. So funny. Three. Yeah. It's great. Cool. So, all right. Night be with you. And Sally's mom recommended that to you? Is she did, right? actually. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. I told oh, her I was great. looking for something that I could cool. relate to with my insomnia. And she's like, well, Night be with you. And Here's Giant Days Volume Thrive. Okay. So, thank you, Sally's mom. All right. It must be amazing, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's going to be on the t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> must be amazing, then. Well, uh, yes, I- my mom did give me this shirt. <laughs> Uh, I I hurried up and read Precious and Grace. The hurried up, yeah, because I didn't have much time. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the last episode, we were talking I'm about. Gonna have, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to like finish this. I'm sometime, gonna get up I and did. have some cider. Yeah, because we we are having cider and uh, apple donuts yeah. right now. Yeah, it's the best. It's, it's very Halloween. Yeah. Anyway, so I read Precious and Grace, which is book 17 of Alexander McCall Smith's uh, number one ladies detective agency Excellent. series. In part, his book tour was to promote that book, so I wanted to read it. Yeah. So I stopped what I was reading, and I read Precious and Grace, and I liked it, but I actually liked some of the earlier ones better. So <laughs> maybe I would have enjoyed it more if I would have read all the way through. Yeah, you're confusing with the series. Read. I know, I've sort of jumped <laughs> around. It's, it's, not really like, it's not really thickly continuity heavy, so it's kind of okay to bounce around a little bit. You I know do- what? You know what teens call that? What? Continuity armor. Huh. An anime club. If we watch a show that has like 200 episodes, yeah. and they're, I say, can we just skip around? They say, yeah, the continuity armor isn't that strong. Interesting. So that's the cool way to talk about wow. it Wow, okay. So would you say his continuity armor of the number one ladies detective agency is strong? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Also, Eric just said all of that with a whole donut hole in his mouth. That's yeah, true. That is pretty <laughs> impressive. Anyway, I enjoyed Precious and Grace. I didn't get that one signed by him. I got a few things signed, though. I, I had him sign uh, Trains and Lovers, which is mm-hmm. my favorite, and then um, Company of Cheerful Ladies, which is my favorite of the mm-hmm. number one ladies detective agency. Did he sign that sketchbook that you've done of you and him like just hanging out at a playground? 
push no, each other no, on swings. No, he added to it. I said okay. it to him, and then he's gonna he's gonna add some yeah. sketches. Yeah. Uh, I also read Ray's Survival Guide. It's a young adult. Ray, Star as Wars in book. Star Wars, yeah. Ray. Yeah. <laughs> and? Yeah, I was sort of crashing after our big event. So How was the continuity like, armor of that? Good, good. You know what? Actually, you you always say you don't know anything about the new Star Wars world, and that actually provided a decent amount of stuff. So. I, I got to read it then. Yeah. Uh, Lost Stars by um, Claudia Gray fills oh, in some yeah. gaps too. They talk about Jakku. Okay, so I what is that called? The one of uh, Bloodlines, Claudia Gray's new Star Wars book. Right. With, uh, with Leia. It's, yeah, it's a Leia story. Yep. It's set, I think, between Return of the Jedi and the new movie. Yes. I want to watch that. Hmm. Read well, it. Well, read it, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I finished... Okay, we can't we can't do this bit again. All right, so I just gonna, I'm just going to say what I finished. Okay. And you're just going to know what I mean, because I know you know, because we've talked about it for weeks. Okay. I finished, by John Grisham, right. The Racketeer. Ah, that is great. So, uh, <laughs> yeah? it was actually one of my least favorite Grisham books Really? Yeah. Not a Billy Kimball fan. No, that's you're thinking of the Rocketeer. No, I'm the nineteen yeah, eighties right. Disney movie <laughs> right. with Timothy Dalton and Jennifer Connolly, and that's right. it. you know and it. And the jetpack. You know what I'm talking about. Do you know about. that's Alan Arkin? I can't you know, I'm gonna address this to Sally from now on. Oh, Sally, do you like the Rocketeer? No. Sure. Do you like the Rocketeer? That's a good question. <laughs> no. mm. Have you never seen it? I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh. I don't know what he you're talking about. So. He has like the bug helmet kind of. The only thing I'm thinking of is that Rocket Kid movie when we were Kids. Star Star Boy or Star Kid? Yeah, sure. No, no okay. but no, I think that's. Even oh, you should check out office, the Rocketeer. So. It's very, it's a, it's right. a classic. Not the Jeff Bridges film Starman. No. <laughs> okay, so anyway, back to the real Rocket Rocketeer. Uh, Star Kid had the uh, kid who played uh, Timmy in Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Sorry, he's, he's, I don't, I don't remember what it's called. Rising. No, Star Kid came out in uh, 1997. Grisham's new book. Um, well, you'll probably talk about it later. Star Kid. But The Whistler <laughs> is coming out tomorrow, so I was kind of in a Grisham mood. But The Racketeer kind of killed it. It was that in The Litigators. Remember I read The Litigators and just despised it? Yeah, you hated The Litigators. This was kind of <laughs> in the same way. Uh, it just didn't do anything for me. Like, the, char- the lead Nothing? character was really um, just not appealing. Like, you, didn't, you, you didn't want to root for him. He was just kind of a jerk. You sort of wanted him to get caught up. So yeah, well, I, don't, I that think was that's disappointing. You don't see Billy Campbell in a lot of stuff today oh boy. either. Oh, so. boy. I just don't uh, think he had it. No, Who would right. you have cast then back I then, don't though? Know. You know who you cast today? Who? Maybe a Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. He's kind of got that. If you like, still stay in the 40s. Oh, are we going back to the Rocketeer? Yeah, I would watch it. back. Those. You won't stop talking about it. Three <laughs> weeks now. <laughs> uh, currently, I'm reading The Kalahari Typing School for Men, which is book four of the number one ladies detective agency. Okay. I found it used at Burlingham Books the other day, so I've been reading that. Are they just using Mavis Beacon? I don't know what that means. Maybe speaking the typing program? No. The 90s? No. Different. <laughs> no? Okay. Different. And I'm reading Ant-Man, Everybody Loves a Team-Up for graphic novel. So is this like, we have volume one, yeah, short-changed this, hero. This is also volume one. And okay, it but picks, it is the direct... Yeah, All right, sorry. It picks up that story, but it's, you know how it is, Marvel. Confusing. Yeah, you know how it is, Sally. Yeah, Sally's yeah. the first one to yeah. know how yeah. that is. Superheroes anyway, so that's stuff. it. That's it for me, and you, and Sally. Yeah. Um, hey man, yeah. Sorry, for what? You just seem bummed about the bookmarks. No, <laughs> no, no. Now we're moving on to uh, book news. Sure are. So we already we already talked about some book news. When? <laughs> when you brought up? Oh right, Steve yeah. Dillon. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. So now we're going to talk about uh, things that are coming out, things that are coming your way. We're going to talk a little New York Times bestseller list. But first, I'm going to tell you some things to mark your calendar for. These are coming out in December. It looks like mostly. Do you uh, want to mention the Booker thing? The Booker Man? The Man Booker Prize. The Man yes. Booker Prize, probably by the time you listen to it, will have been announced. It's announced October 25th. So yeah. 
We covered the short list before, uh, so next week we'll talk a little bit more in depth about the winner and yeah. uh, some other past Man Booker Award winners. So um, we'll we'll cover that more after it's come out. Okay. Uh, right now we're talking about the Christmas mystery by our old friend Eric. Can you guess? James Patterson. James Patterson <laughs> and Richard Delallo. So this is book two in the Detective Luke Moncrief series. <laughs> This is about a French, Why are we laughing? <laughs> a French detective who works for the uh, NYPD. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like a, only a bookshot character, uh-huh. which is kind of interesting. The other one, I think it's out right yeah, now. Nothing more the, interesting uh, than bookshots. I know. The, the French Kiss, I think is what it's called. I picked it up. And French it was, Kiss with Meg Ryan? No, but oh. I would watch that in a heartbeat. <laughs> the first one seemed really bad, so I didn't read it. But this one, The Christmas Mystery, is coming out just in time for Christmas, December 6th. Okay. So you can read it then if you're a James Kevin Patterson. Klein, right? You know, we've talked about this a little bit, but French. Sally, are you are you aware of the bookshots? You know what these are? I am not. James really? Patterson, who... Is Wait, like, does that mean she doesn't listen to the podcast? I guess no, it, I do, I do. I guess <laughs> James Patterson, uh, you know, is constantly working with co-authors and just churning out a book every couple of months. And now he's doing these basically novellas that are oh. supposed to be like a one-sitting thing. Yeah. Okay. So and they're they're everywhere. They're, yeah, they're all over the place. They're There's definitely these... everywhere because of where we've been, they're not selling. That's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Every place we've gone, including Kmart, just yeah. today, they're just like there's a million yeah. bookshots. So hmm. I don't know. To be fair, we're in a pretty uh, rural area. Not yeah, a but... lot of uh, trains coming and going. True, true. Yeah. I want to know how they're selling, like in New York City like and in, in like bus Boston. Stops. Yeah. <laughs> well, subway uh, Boston. And, you know, New York City, tons of subways. I want yeah. to know, like, in a subway-centered area, are they selling a lot more? Because, like, they're not doing it here. And we have a lot of buses. A lot yeah. of people take that. But I wonder, too, if they would have, like, if they would have, because right now they are four nine. They're four ninety nine, so yeah. five bucks. Five bucks for a bookshot. Yeah. I wonder if they were, like, two ninety nine mm-hmm. and were, like, magazine print and could be, like, on a magazine rack somewhere. Yeah. Or I have never seen them in supermarket checkout spots. I also I wonder if there's just too many of them. That's right now, basically two you, a month. Like, yeah, because yeah. now if you look at the thing, like up. I don't know what to pick up. Anyway, you know? we've been we've been following this Sally for the last yeah. <laughs> since they started because it's such a weird thing, and we've been really curious to see if it's going to take off or not. Yeah. And I can say when we get we when we get them in here, they check out right away, yeah, that's and true. then they stay checked out. But nobody has to buy them, right? So yeah, so they're working for us anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we oh, got. Man, James. We need James Patterson to work for us. Yeah, that'd be great. We could write our own tickets then. <laughs> the Seventh Plague by James Rollins. I've never read James Rollins. Have you? Are you familiar with his no. author? He's kind of a... This is a Sigma Force novel. I guess I sort of... I think of him with like conspiracy theory type books and things. Uh, so The Seventh Plague, book 12 in Sigma Force, is coming out December 13th. Ooh. In the biblical plagues of Egypt... If the biblical plagues of Egypt truly happened, could they happen again on a global scale? <laughs> Two years after vanishing into the Sudanese desert, the leader of a British archaeological expedition, Professor Harold McCabe, comes stumbling out of the sands, frantic and delirious, but he dies before he can tell his story. The mystery deepens when an autopsy uncovers a bizarre corruption. Someone had begun to mummify the professor's body while he was still alive. There was a Hillary Swank movie that did something like this. Million Dollar Baby. No, no. <laughs> oh, a next Karate Kid. No, stop. Oh. It Season was like, eight of no, Beverly it was like Hills a horror movie where she went to a town. What? If uh, there's a horror movie, Sally would know it. So. No, I, gosh, it was so long ago, though. Keep talking. I'm going to find it. And it's not the core. Okay. Maybe it's not the gift. Nope. So, 
Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you know the the painter Edward Hopper? Yes. All right. So maybe you'll find this interesting because I don't... I mean, I would probably recognize his paintings if I saw them. Would I? Do you think? Yeah. Well, the bus... Or there's that famous, like, corner store scene with the woman at the counter. And the oh, the yes. Counter. Okay, sure. All right. The movie is called The Reaping. With the Hillary Swank movie. With Hillary Swank. Okay. This next collection that, that we're going to talk about now, uh, this is also coming out December 6th. This is called In Sunlight or in Shadow, Stories Inspired by the Paintings of Edward Hopper. Mm-hmm. So they're taking his paintings, uh, and a lot of really high-profile authors are adding to this. Um, so it's, it's edited by Lawrence Block. Lawrence Block, who's a native of Buffalo, I believe, uh, famous for his burglar series and a few other things. And his burglary. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. But uh, <laughs> so he's he's collecting uh, short stories based. They, somebody takes a painting, they write a short story on it, mm-hmm. including some people that you'll know here: uh, Stephen King, Lee Child, Jeffrey Deaver, Joyce Carol Oates, Michael Connelly, Megan Abbott, uh, lots of other Joe R. Lansdale. So a pretty big collection of uh, of books. All um, are they going to get any name painting, authors? So interesting. <laughs> I don't think you were paying attention because <laughs> I listed quite a few. Yeah, no, that's super cool because his paintings are meant to, like, what he does with shadows and stuff have always implied a deeper story. Mm. And so that's really cool because mm. it's basically a lot of people interpreting paintings that yeah. artists have done for years. Nice. Awesome. Is this something you'd be interested in? Most definitely. Would you read this kind of thing? I would. Do you read yeah. short stories much? I love short stories. Really? Actually, that's probably my favorite. Well, besides maybe like film, my favorite kind of literature. We gotta get her some so. book shots. I know. You know, yeah. we've never done a short story spotlight, so maybe we should sometime. Ah, but I you know, I'm curious because I never. Do, do you read? Do you tend to read whole short story collections, or do you just read scattered short stories? So I would definitely read scattered short stories, also like scattered essays, that kind of thing. Um, but often, like for Christmas, my parents will get me like a collection of short stories. So mm-hmm. there's a series right now that's like American uh, co- short story collections and they do one on like sci-fi and they mm. do one on yeah, horror. Yeah. yeah, we get a lot so of those. So I get one of those pretty much every year. So those I read straight through. I also have like some famous authors collections and mm-hmm. yeah, pretty hmm. much in any form. I've never, <laughs> I don't know. I like, Jack Finney's my favorite and I've read a bunch of his short stories, but I typically don't, I'm not attracted to short mm. stories generally. I don't, I don't hey, know. Man, why. You don't have to be ashamed. Do you like them? <laughs> I've read uh, a few for like uh, current Hugo Awards. Hmm. Like okay. they, they put out the collections of the short stories and novellas that are nominated. Because short stories, novellas, and long fiction all get nominated. So I like them. What is it? You, what what appeals to you about them? Like why do you? Why would I that think, be your favorite? I think I like the punch of them okay. because I mean, similar to like a film, you're gonna read this in like an hour to hour kind of time block, mm-hmm. and so I think the story has to be that succinct. And so generally, there tends to be like the big reveal is kind of just a curveball at the okay. end or like a punch in the middle. Actually, shout out to my brother Ben who's listening to this, but he's a very good <laughs> short story writer. Really? And he um, helped get me into them because okay. when he was, I think, what, ninth or 10th grade? <laughs> I think he wrote, or he wrote a short story. It was a sci-fi thing and it just had the best punch. And wow. I was like, this is why these are good. Mm-hmm. But we grew up listening to a lot of the um, like old radio broadcasts. Oh, yeah. Um, and those are essentially short stories, right? And so there's always just like, that cool twist or that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what you should do. Maybe you should listen to them. Listen to the short stories? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because um, I do. The ones I, that I've liked tend, tend to do have that, like, a real 
leave you hanging at the end. Like, yeah. you get there and you're like, what? Like, yeah. those I really do like. But. When you say short story, are you counting something as short as, or as long as, Joyce Carol Oates' uh, Jack of Spades? That's, that, no, that would be like a novella. Okay. So you're still no, thinking I would count. I mean, what okay, what would you say a definition like, of a short story is? I don't know. If I, I mean, when I think of it, I think of pretty much anything shorter than Old Man in the Sea. Like, mm-hmm. that's probably the longest short story I would Yeah. I, I guess I sort of think story. like 40 pages. Yeah. That ballpark area. And some of them are, you know, 10, but yeah. about that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this, this has piqued my interest anyway. <laughs> so if you're curious about uh, In Sunlight or In Shadows, we'll have this in our collection. Definitely we'll have it. Uh, December 6th, so you can check it out after Sally and I read it. <laughs> nice. uh, we'll move over to large print, and then we'll talk about what's coming out right now. So we large went from print. short stories to large print. Yeah, I get it. I, yeah. yeah. The I'm extremes. Sorry. I was just pointing Summer it out. Summer Warpath by Wayne Overholzer. Right. Sally, you read a lot of westerns. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of sound was that? That was a weird sound, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is this is coming out in, we'll have this in January. The Summer Warpath began in late spring of 1876 under the command of General George Crook. Uh, check your facts. Okay, let me check. <laughs> no, no, I'm right. All right. Among other officers under Crook's command was the daring and resourceful Lieutenant Colonel George Armstrong Custer and the 7th Cavalry. Does that sound right to you, Eric? Yep, yep. Okay. Keep going. The campaign's purpose was to round up the wild tribes of the Cheyenne and Sioux and place them on reservations. This is the story of the men involved in his campaign. Huh. Yeah, that's, okay. that all checks out. It's a very... Uh, and then finally, a portrait of Emily Price by Catherine Ray. Art restorer Emily Price has never encountered anything she can't fix until she meets Ben, an Italian chef oh. who seems just right. <laughs> but when Emily follows Ben home to Italy, she learns that his family is another matter. Been there. Ah, I get it. High five on in-laws. No, No, I get it. We're not doing that. Been there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's what I got. Those are coming out uh, mostly in December. Some of the large print coming out in January. And these are books that we will definitely have in the collection. So if you're interested, keep an eye out for them because we'll have them. All right. Buddy, what's coming out tomorrow? These are the books that are coming out October 25th. Okay. Nick, here's a few names. I want you to tell me what they all have in common. Okay. We got Al Capone, Mm -hmm. Alfred Hitchcock, Mm -hmm. uh, Phil Collins, The Beatles, Tim Tebow and Brett Favre. Um, that is my ideal poker game. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing they have in common is they all have books coming out. Oh, sorry. Okay. I guess you could have guessed that yeah. because I was reading them. Yeah. So Al Capone, His Life, Legacy, and Legend by Deidre Bear. Do you know anything about Al Capone other than the fact that it made Gerardo Rivera look silly? Mm-mm. Okay. I think the mustache did that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and his dancing with the stars stint. Mm. That was rough. He was the first to go, and none too soon. <laughs> All right, so Alfred Hitchcock, A Brief Life by Peter uh, Ackroyd. It's a short biography. Okay. The Alfred Hitchcock. I'm sure there's no biographies on Alfred Hitchcock Mm-mm. that we could read, short or long. So First one. Yeah, so finally, mm-hmm. the story's being told. Uh, this is a morbid title, Not Dead Yet, The Memoir. By Phil Collins. I don't know if he wrote this because every other artist has passed away this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is, that's, doesn't seem, that seems kind of tacky. It does. So anyway. Well, maybe he's just out of the spotlight. It's one of those things people are like, is Phil Collins still alive? That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also just kind yeah. of sad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no way it's not sad. Not don't get me wrong. Yeah. Has he done anything <laughs> since uh, Tarzan? Tarzan 2, I want to say. Did he do Tarzan 2? I think he did. I think he, yeah. I still want to know. Please, (laughs) please show me. Um, Yeah, it says, uh, we're writing the musical Tarzan. I I still want to know. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, the same touch on the magnificent display here, especially as he unfolds his harrowing descent into darkness after his official retirement in 2007. I'm sorry, his descent into what? Darkness. darkness. Okay. Um, but yeah, apparently he officially retired in 2007. <laughs> That's funny, because the world retired from him yeah. in 2002. And <laughs> so. he wrote this book, so... Yeah, he wrote the book. He's, yeah. He's been working on his memoirs for All the right. last 10 years. Beatles, 66, the revolutionary year. Nick, what's revolutionary about 1966 for the Beatles? It says the I'm revolver. Sorry. Did you say Beatles? <laughs> I did say Beatles. They were a parody band. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> they were bull wheels. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it says the year that changed everything for the Beatles. Uh, it was the year of their last concert and their first album, Revolver. Mm-hmm. Is that all true? Yeah. Well, the Beatles sort of stopped touring early on. They got so big. And then the more, you know, the more elaborate their sound became in the studio, they couldn't really go out anymore. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. Which was a bit of a, a source of contention within the Beatles. Ooh. Revolver was kind of a turning point, though. The Revolver yeah. is what took them away from, like, She Loves You, Yeah, 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 yeah. to, you know, later Beatles. It was Beatles. a revolving point. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you going to read this? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I tend to not pick up every single... Steve Turner? Yeah, I don't know Steve Turner. Okay. Uh, we got Shaken, Discovering Your True Identity in the Midst of Life's Storms by Tim Tebow. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... <laughs> and then we have a real football player who really actually played football. Uh, gunslinger, the remarkable, oh improbable, gosh. iconic life of Brett Favre. Wow. I'm just saying, like, he's famous now for not being good huh. at this. Wow. Like, he... Even, you know, no team took him. Interesting. Oh, really? I yeah. Know. I guess I don't. I, I guess the Patriots of, had him for a little bit. Of Tim Tebow. I don't, yeah. I don't know. So, I think now he talk, he's talking about doing Dancing with the baseball? Stars? Baseball? I'm <laughs> sure Tim Tebow is destined for Dancing with the Stars yeah. at some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Brett Favre has... See, that's a name that if I say, you're like, oh, yeah, he's a football player. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, definitely. Sally's going to read both of those books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tim Tebow, I think, was... Destined to be engaged to one of the Duggar sisters for a while, so <laughs> that's what threw me over the yeah. edge. <laughs> what else we got? Who are the Duggar sisters? <laughs> I'll, I'll explain it to you later. Oh, right. that, my yeah. mortal yeah. enemies. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, Night Watch. We're into fiction now. Oh, okay. We're thanks. out of nonfiction. Okay, thanks for the transition. Night Watch by Irish Johansson Uh-oh. and Roy Johansson. Iris. Iris. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So. But who's Roy Johansson? I don't know. Her husband? Her son? Mm, no, it has to be husband. Okay. Maybe brother. Okay. They look too well, close in age to be son. If okay. this is her son, he has aged so poorly. <laughs> I mean, if it's her husband, you know. What is it? Is this an Eve Duncan book? Oh, let's see. Nope. Uh, winning author are back with a uh, new novel featuring Kendra Michaels. Oh, we talked about yeah, this. This is very confusing. Michaels, it is. I'm married to yeah. a Kendra Michaels. Yeah, sort of. You know, until second grade, I told everybody my last name was Eric. I was Eric Michaels. Why did you do that? I thought it was Michaels. And everybody told me it was Michaels, but I would look at him like, no, this is nonsense. It's Michaels. That's funny. And then in second grade, like halfway in second grade, she called me. I'm like, it's actually Michaels. And my teacher was like, but we've been calling you Eric Michaels for... Six months now. <laughs> nope, that's just the way it goes when you're Eric Michaels. That's really weird. Keep that's people weird. on their toes. That's a weird Born childhood blind, story. Kendra Michaels spent the first 20 years of her life living in darkness. 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 Then, through a revolutionary medical procedure developed by England's Night Watch program, she was given the gift of sight. Her highly developed senses, honed during her years in the dark, combined with her newfound vision, has made her a remarkable investigator. Sought He's... after by law enforcement agencies all over the country. 
Have we already mentioned that this is the plot to the Cassandra Kane Batgirl stories? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing? Yeah. Okay. Cassandra Kane? No, she was mute. Was she not blind? No. Daredevil's blind. Well, I know Daredevil's blind. No, Cassandra oh, Kane wasn't. I thought she was. No. Well, that's probably why we haven't mentioned it before. Because <laughs> it's not a fact. All right, last, last line. Soon she must fight for her very survival as she tries to stop the killing and unearth the deadly secret of Nightwatch. Mm. Nightwatch is also a Russian vampire film that has a sequel called Daywatch. I've only seen Nightwatch. Interesting. In theaters. Working on my night watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, here we go, Nick. Okay. A Baxter Family Christmas by Karen Kingsbury. I have not read Karen Kingsbury. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, it says her most beloved characters are back. Hey. So the Baxter than ever, family. Probably. Yeah. Do you read Christmas books, Sally? Uh, Is this going to be the year? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I generally don't read books that have like large family homes with snow gently falling on them. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, but, you know, maybe. But, I think but you listen said to this. Sally said her favorite artist was Thomas Kincaid, so I don't really understand yeah. how you yeah. can... Guys, I... Print no, that. No, it's I real. It's no, real. I, it's I real. really don't. <laughs> Two years have passed since that terrible car life. accident that took the life of John Baxter's daughter, Erin, her husband, and three of their four daughters... Wow. Sounds like a sad time for that the Baxter a, family. That is a bittersweet. This is going to be a lot of them being like, this isn't the same. Yeah. That's dark. That uh, the Blood Mirror, part of the Lightbringer series. <laughs> oh, we're on a different book. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> what is going on in Karen Kingsbury's mind? That I would read. The Blood, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, Blood Mirror is uh, by Brent Weeks. I don't trust anything by someone named Brent. Okay. What about if his last name is Weeks? No. All right. Week is in, like, oh, he's so weak, or week is in seven days? Seven days. Okay. And seven nights of thunder. Seven days. The water's rising and I'm going under. Oh, okay. That's a song by a former... Hey, Yeah. speaking of which, have you ever seen Six Days, Seven Nights? No. Harrison Ford, Anne Heche? Yeah, no. I've never seen it either. Sally? Oh my gosh, you guys. There you go. I think we have our night planned. <laughs> sure. Um, so this is part of, this is book four of the Lightbringer series. Oh I don't know gosh. anything about this, but we have a couple of Brent Weeks books in here. He okay. seems like a pretty big name in the world of... Fantasy? Okay. I guess. Uh, Stuart Woods has a new book, Sex, Lies, and Serious Money, a Stone Barrington novel by Stuart Woods. Stone Barrington? What so, does it say the number? I'm sure it will say somewhere. How, what number are you on in terms of your no, reading? I've read a couple randomly, and then I've read the first. This few. is book 39. 39. Yeah. If, a, if, wow. if, if he's been writing a single book once a year, every year, yeah. since he started, he would have been doing this since before you were born. Yeah, there's a couple out each year. Okay. High Heat, Nikki Heat, Richard Castle. Wow. That yeah. show's not even on anymore. Yeah, well, uh, is Nikki Heat... Who's Nikki Heat, then? She's Beckett from Castle, you know. Oh, okay. Well, well who... I'm confused. Then why does the show called Castle? Is it sexist? What? The show's called Castle. Yeah, it's about... All right, the show is about Nathan Fillion, who is a mystery writer who follows a cop named Beckett for, like, research purposes right. and then just, like, sticks with it. The books are Richard Castle's books writing about working with Beckett. And so in the book, his character is called Jameson Rook, and her character is called Nikki Heat. That's very confusing. Each season, they do a book based on it. Okay. So that's not confusing to you? Well, I mean, I just explained it to you very, <laughs> very, very clearly. So. All right. Um, hey, Nick, since yeah. you're such a big fan of Joe Johnson's uh, Rocketeer... Yeah. With Jennifer Connelly and yeah. Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Uh, I like that book. better than I like The Racketeer. There's a new book that. coming out, The Whistler by John Grisham. Hey, you know, I downloaded the, uh, he put out a, a, like a short story ahead of time. That's his new deal. He puts okay. out like a little short story that supplement. He did it for Rogue Lawyer too. Haven't read it yet. I do want to read The Whistler. Okay. So hopefully yeah. 
it'll be better than the Rocketeer right. and the Rocketeer combined. Better than the Rocketeer? Maybe. Mm. Okay. I don't know. All right. What's this about? Uh, I, I don't tell know. You, actually, I we haven't... expect our judges to be honest and wise. True. Their integrity and impartiality are the bedrock of the entire judicial system. We trust them to unsure fair trials to protect the rights of the litigants and to punish those who do wrong. Okay. So, okay. Blah blah blah. Uh, but what happens when the judge bends the law or takes a bribe? It's rare, but it happens. So the book is just about that? Oh, I maybe guess. he's a whistleblower. Yeah, that's probably it. All right. I got one more thing. It's a comic book. Doctor Strange Volume 2, The Last Days of Magic by Jason uh, Aaron and Chris Pacello. So you'll finally get the conclusion to that story yeah. you read. Yes. So we have Volume 1 in our collection, but Volume 2 is on its way out, as is the movie Doctor you Strange. Know, I thought that that comic would be a little bit more popular than it has been i don't think it's really got much play at all the movie's not out yet i know dr strange is a tough character because there's not much character to him his adventures are weird yeah. and like exciting and the visuals are cool but like as a character i couldn't tell you really what like dr strange is about so, no me neither he's about having his hands broken and then performing magic yeah that's, that's all right. i really know and about he's him. not played by patrick dempsey sometimes he comes in and he seems really like smart and uh snarky and other times he seems like really like well to do and british Huh. So, okay. apparently, uh, early reviewers have said that Benedict Cumberbatch's American accent kind of sounds like Hugh Laurie doing an American mm -hmm. accent. So you kind of have maybe like House as... as I uh, thought Hugh Laurie did a good American accent. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't watch House. Oh, I loved House. Did you watch House, Sally? I have actually bought the first two seasons at a yard sale wow. from your mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, I know them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that was... <laughs> have you watched them? I have watched them, but those that's the extent of my that's house it. watching. Okay. Two seasons is... The extent. Yeah, you know. Okay. Hey, New York Times bestsellers <laughs> list. Sorry, it's it's just a lot to say. Like that's all I've seen. Oh, no, that's true. I a just feel like, like House eight. was on forever. Yeah, it was like yeah. eight, eight seasons, eight or nine. So. Okay, you want to do the New York Times bestsellers list? Yes, I see do. See what's there for I'm hardcover excited. fiction yeah. this week. Yeah. A uh, lot of uh, people have fallen off the list. Oh boy. So number ten, The Underground Railroad. It's on its way out. Yeah, it is. Uh, by Colson Whitehead. Yep. Number nine, new this week, Crimson Death by Lauren or Laurel K. Hamilton. Mm. A vampire hunter, Aneda Blake, her friend Edward and her servant Damien travel to Ireland to battle the an unusual vampire infestation. An I would think. Unusual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, this is just <laughs> usual. Hello, vampire. we're vampires. <laughs> we're so unusual. <laughs> That's all. I guess there's not a lot to that, is <laughs> no, it? it's just, that's it. Just yeah. unusual. Number eight, uh, two weeks on the list. Today will be different by Maria Semple. Hmm. We were just talking about her before the show. We were, yeah. No. We won't tell them why. <laughs> Number right. seven, Precious and Grace, Alexander hey, McCall Smith. My buddy. Really? Congratulations, Sandy. You got number Sandy. seven. Sandy? Yeah. Where does that come from? I don't know. Okay. Uh, number six, Woman of God by James Patterson and Maxine Pietro. Anything he touches turns to gold. Mm. Crazy town. Yeah. Uh, number five, Home by Harlan Coben. Yeah. Uh, number four, Commonwealth by Ann Patchett. This Commonwealth book is holding in there. Yeah. New this week, Vince Flynn, Order to Kill. Number three. By, oh, by Kyle Mills. Mm -hmm. I guess I thought it was, by, oh, it's Vince Flynn. And is Vince Flynn gone? Yeah. Is he still alive? Yeah. No, no, no. No, he's, oh, he's okay. gone. Kyle Mills, I think, writes those? Yeah. Okay. Flynn's yeah. character, the CIA operative Mitch Rapp, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uncovers a dangerous Russian plot. Flynn died in 2013. They added that in the mm. Okay. Book. Number two, two weeks on this list. I can't handle that. Two by two by Nicholas Sparks. I don't, you're not reacting to the amount of twos I just read. No. It's position it's a, it's two. A lot of, yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. The book is called two by two. Yeah. 
That's it. Yeah, I know. All it's right. crazy. It's crazy. Number one, Small Great Things by Jody Picoult. Okay. Hater of Bob Dylan receiving the award. Terrible Wonder Woman writer. Yeah. But she's on the New York Times bestsellers yeah. list. To be fair, I've never actually read one of her novels where there wasn't a Wonder Woman character. Right. So, you know what's gone this week? You notice that neither uh, All the Light We Cannot See and uh, The Nightingale are gone. Yeah. So, The Woman in Cabin 10 was bumped down to 11. That's right. Woman in Cabin 10 Gen- there. And you know what else isn't here anymore? What? That book about the fetus that hears of the yes. murder. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's about yeah. A, a fetus who overhears his, his mother. mother talk, like, uh, collab- Con- yeah. collaborating with his uncle to kill his father. So we don't understand how that I'm actually, and could no, exist. Nowhere in the description does it say how old the fetus is. Right. So is it like a nine-year-old fetus? It's like, I gotta get... Nine-month-year-old yeah. fetus. Nine. It's like, I gotta get out of here. Did you say nine-month-year-old? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's not a thing, but... All right, whatever. Yeah, I okay. don't understand. Yeah. No, I... Yeah. There's I'm surprised. He understands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's great, but can I get some apple juice down here? <laughs> anyway. Even that's a little young, yeah, so... Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> like, is, like if, he, if he's like, if I get born tomorrow, I can save my dad by yeah. just... He's got to hurry. Yeah. But then he'll be a baby who can't do anything for yeah, himself. He's, so. Yeah. He's, gotta, he's not really going to be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he, he can find out how to like steer the mom. Like t- finally oh, take yeah. control of the yeah. mom. Like, like a man inside like, the, like a mechanical suit. Like the suit. plot of Ratatouille, right? He's just yes. just grabbing the mom's hair and she <laughs> yeah. won't. She yeah. makes a cheese souffle yeah. instead of he's killing like, all right, the dad. So if I pull the umbilical cord, she <laughs> okay. turns left. Oh. Yeah. That could yeah. work. All right. That could work. That, uh, that's the so only we did way it. We closed out the list? Yeah. That's it. Well, Wait. What was number one again? The and the Jody Picoult. Jody Picoult. Okay. All right. Yeah, we talked about so many weird things. I sort of <laughs> forgot. Sure did. Well, now we can get down to the reason why we're here. Yeah. Halloween. Woo! Let's all make ghost sounds. Oh, I didn't play any Halloween music. Oh. Just, just keep going. Oh. Just keep going, and I'll, I'll, okay. you'll, you'll say something else again. Okay. Just all keep right. going. All right. So we have the Queen of Halloween with us here, Sally Murphy. I've been here every. Oh. Yeah. You're the. You're the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone just for today. <laughs> Um, Sally, tell us a little bit about why you love Halloween. I don't know. I just okay. love everything about it. You love it. being scared. I, you love the... I do love being scared. Okay. I'm an avid fan of horror all year round. So mm-hmm. if Halloween were an all year round thing, my life would be pretty great all the wow. time. Um, but I also love dressing up. Okay. I mean, I owned a hoop skirt dress since mm-hmm. the time I was like 12 <laughs> and things that I wear whenever I have the occasion to, which I try to make often. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, everything about Halloween. Also candy. Yeah. Also. Good stuff. Ghosties. Good stuff. Just everything. Do you usually read? I know you said you were going to read Halloween books. Do you usually try to like read Halloween things too? I do, but I actually speaking of short stories, they yeah. tend to I tend to stick to short stories. Oh, yeah. I've okay. read a little bit of Stephen King, like I've read Carrie. I read The Shining with yeah. you in our book group. Um, oh, this is a good one. <laughs> okay. And that's all we can do. Ah, wait, won't we'll pause. Stop listening. Ah, mute. You, oh, we're gonna get fine. No, we're fine. <laughs> that song was called Halloween by '90s super band Aqua. Aqua. Wow. <laughs> If it wasn't Barbie Girl, it was that Halloween song, sure right? Was. All right, sorry, Sally. All right, oh, so you, you were saying you read The Shining. Did you like The Shining, the book? I did like the book, The Shining. Yeah. I know you and I are at odds at this, we, on yeah, this because I prefer right. the film, but mm-hmm. the film was also like a big screw you. Wait, too. that's a movie? Stephen King. I thought that was like a picture book that they were just showing a slide you by slide. Wanna, you don't want to get in a fight with Sally about Kubrick's The Shining. Trust me. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. Do you notice no, that so fans of Kubrick films show more emotion than Kubrick did in his films? I, I don't see that as a bad thing. <laughs> okay. Eric's turning into a I'm shock like, jock. Here's the thing. Sure 
Kubrick is not my favorite filmmaker. Uh-huh. I feel like all of the kids I remember who felt Kubrick was their favorite filmmaker. Also, their favorite movies were like 2001: A Space Odyssey, Fight Club, and you know, Ugh. these were yeah, Boondock Saints. <laughs> Go back home so you can mom make you some muffins, you <laughs> freshman. <laughs> but Kubrick, it's important. All right. So, okay. So, we yeah. got it. So, you know, <laughs> so you'd seen The Shining movie before you read the book. Yes. You'd seen the movie I had. a million times. Did you say a million many, times? Many, many times. Yeah. <laughs> and you, did you know going into the book that it was like a totally different I did. Plot? I mean, there's like all the folklore about Kubrick changing the color of the car and right. you know, those yeah. little things yeah. that I feel like... Yeah. So, uh-huh. I mean, I knew some of it, but uh-huh. I definitely learned more while we were reading the book. Because mm-hmm. I know you followed it more closely, and I was more interested at that point, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have something to compare it right. to. Right. Yeah. Did you ever read uh, Doctor Sleep? No. Wait. No, I, I didn't. I thought you did. I thought you checked out. The, I thought I remember I you I think I checked audio, it but, out, okay. and I had every intention of reading it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think that's when I fell off the It's half. Oh, yeah. It's okay. half an AA meeting. True. Than half an X Men story. Yeah, so that's really true. That that's uh, like it was okay. I think I would have liked it okay as a standalone book, but as a sequel to The Shining, it was like one unnecessary. Yeah. Didn't feel like The Shining at I all. I really do like the so. name Abra though for like a girl. Yeah, that was good. I love it. Well, yeah, she was good. I thought when pretty. when Abra came in, uh, the book starts. Yeah, yeah. So. It really like gets going yeah. at that point. So did Stephen King suffer from alcoholism? Or was it, I don't know. or did his like father? Because he seems to write about it a lot. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's talk Stephen King for a second. Well, we've already. Oh sure, we haven't done that <laughs> enough. We have a whole there. Stephen King episode. <laughs> I know we do. Episode ten. Well, maybe you can check while Sally it's and I talk about Stephen King. Shining a light on. <laughs> okay. All right. So you said you've read Carrie and um, what else? And The Shining. Just those two. Yeah. I'm have you sure. seen a lot of the, the adaptations? I have seen probably most of the adaptations. Okay. Do you yeah. have a favorite? Misery. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. I can't bring myself to watch or read I, that. I actually, That's too upsetting. Sarah and I just watched it like two weeks ago. Yeah. So like rewatched it. Uh-huh. So I've seen it before. But okay. I love Kathy Bates and that's just. Oh, yeah. Which well, James Conn is great too. I mean, yeah. And good. I've never read the book, so I don't know this to be true. Okay. But I know a lot of Stephen King's fans say that that's their favorite adaptation okay. for what it's worth. Ooh. All right. So it must be closer than a lot of the film versions. I've read a lot more of his stuff than seen adaptations. But I thought that um, the Bag of Bones miniseries. Bag of Bones is probably yeah. my favorite Stephen King. And that miniseries was actually pretty strong. Yeah. I, I actually did watch that on Netflix. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Did you and like it? I did. I liked it. I was actually this, like, I'm holding my fingers very close together, audience. <laughs> I was this close to reading the book. Yeah. Um, because of the miniseries. Yeah. So I always think that's something The too. book is way, I don't know, the book is much scarier than the, uh, the movie Yeah, was. the movie, like, definitely more of a thriller. I yeah, thought. yeah. It was spooky. It had, it had some spooky, like, jump moments, but the book was actually like, Whoa, like, put it down, yeah. kind of spooky <laughs> at times. Scarier than The Shining, I thought. But, yeah. and you, you don't, you're not much of a Stephen King fan all around Salem's Lot. I have read more Stephen King than our guest. Yeah. So don't tell me. No, I know, but you don't like him. That's what I'm I don't saying. love him. Yeah. But what have I read? So I've read Salem's Lot. I've read The Shining and Doctor Sleep. Well, the Dark Tower book one, and now I'm reading Pet Cemetery. Okay. So you have a favorite out of that batch? Out of those books, uh, the only one I've actually liked so far is Salem's Lot, okay. and I really liked it. 
All right. So. Yeah, I can't think of other ones that you'd like. Some of his more Jack of Spades ones. seems like yeah. a uh, Stephen King book, and I really like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, Jack of Spades by Joyce Carol Oates. That's, this is where I was going to mention Joyce Carol Oates yeah. later, because that one is on my list of, like, best Halloween books. Yeah, it's great. Because that one, um, the, so the story of Jack of Spades, Sally, is uh, this writer uh, has sort of a, a, a public persona, and then he has this pseudonym that he writes under, Jack of Spades, where he writes really dark, like, dark disturbing horror, hmm. and his family doesn't know that or But he anything. uses his family as the basis of those stories a lot. Yeah. Like his daughter. Yeah, things that happen in his family he takes and like twists and makes like dark, and he's kept these personas separate, and they hmm. start to like... Uh, people sort of start to figure that out. Um, they see some similarities. And then a crazy person comes out of nowhere and accuses him of uh, plagiarizing her work. And so he has to sort of step forward as as Jack of Spades. But there's just, the character just unravels in a way that is... Delicious. Yeah, but upsetting. Like, oh. <laughs> I, when she was here, I told Joyce Carol Oates that this is the only book I've ever read that like actually gave me a nightmare. Because huh. it was just like... It's not that it's terrifying. It's just like upsetting huh you didn't find that i found it oddly relatable huh. so <laughs> wow that's terrible that was okay. <laughs> i haven't been able to talk to anybody about it interesting I'll just, I've, I've said that and people have said maybe you shouldn't tell me anymore about it so <laughs> just every now and then he'd say a comment i'm like yeah life is like that <laughs> so yeah but that that's a that's a very short one so if yeah. you haven't read it i would say check it out that's, huh. that's yeah. a good one eric and i both liked it yeah you loved it. You, I gave it five you stars. You five stars that baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I did love it. That's one of the few books in life I'm like, maybe I should reread that. Yeah. So, and since it's so short, it'd be easy. Yeah. Yeah, so, that is a good, that's a good It also kind of, or maybe the movie, when we watched the movie uh, uh, Secret Window with Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. I was, it wasn't totally unlike that film. The You Stole My Story oh. movie. Yeah. There, there's elements about that because mm-hmm. Johnny Depp's character slightly unravels. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a great movie, right? Just saying they share yeah, similarities. Yeah, I mean, there's similarities. Yeah, but yeah, that that's definitely a good. Sally, do you have a favorite like Halloween book that you would say you like, or short story, <gasps> or short story author? Any of those would, um, would be acceptable. <laughs> My favorite short horror story is probably The Yellow Wallpaper. And that's by. That sounds too scary. It's by. It is a scary title. Something some. Lady something something. You know what? I think I picked. I think I have that. It's I remember, quite famous. I and remember there's... us talking about this before, and I think I actually picked up a copy of Lady this. something something. That would be a scary author a, name. Um, I'm blanking on her name right now. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. embarrassing. It's super embarrassing. Charlotte Perkins Gilman. Yep, that sounds about okay. right. That's not um, Lady anything. What? You said Lady something something. No, like she's a woman. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant she was I, like a. I know. I thought it was going to be. Like, <laughs> yeah, like she's a duchess. Lady no. Charlotte Perkins. <laughs> It's a simple, it's a pretty simple story, and it's just this woman who is, for whatever reason, locked inside her room, and it's told entirely from her perspective, so like first person, and she is just talking about the wallpaper and how it takes patterns, and she begins to sort of fall into like deeper insanity as she watches these patterns form nooses and things like that, and I'm not going to give away the ending, but it's like, it's beautiful how slowly it happens, and... It's sort of the perfect, like I say, punch at the end. Huh. Yeah. So. Okay. You have a favorite Halloween book, Eric? Um, I'm looking at my list. I don't know which one I would pick. Maybe at this point, Jack of Spades. Okay. Before that, I would have said Salem's Lot. Before any of that, I would have said World War Z. Okay. So. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean, I know it's zombies, but I don't. Yeah, it's not. That's why I don't. I don't that say it's... that anymore because it's not really a Halloween book. Okay. 
Um, I think even though I like Bag of Bones best, I think The Shining is probably a better Halloween there book. You, you know. That's fair. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay. So what about movies? What about movies? Well, let's talk movies for a little bit. Okay. Why not? This is, this is the problem I always have with Halloween, as you both know, but maybe our audience <laughs> doesn't. I always want a movie that's like scary, but not like upsetting or too disturbing. I want to just be like done like with it when it's done. Each one of us yeah. is on a different level. I think so too. Of, like, yeah. I probably can handle stuff a little bit more than you. Probably. But Sally... Our guest here is on a completely different like plane of reality when it yeah. comes to being able to handle horror films. That's true. Yeah. Anything she, I can't watch movies like The Grudge uh-huh. or The Ring or any uh-huh. of those. Like I can't watch that kind of stuff. Like my scary, I can't even. I mean, Kevin in the Woods, The Frighteners. You know, like stuff that's like themed. Okay. But not like I can't. I, I want to go to bed at night. Yeah. Those I, scare me. I think I probably <laughs> like probably the ones I like are a little bit more like mystery thrillers with a touch wow. of like I, supernatural I think the, you know the most gruesome and i go is with zombie films okay. like zombie films uh, i can handle no. like I, I like uh i don't like that at all i like all of george a romaro ah, i like all of his films what are they night of the living dead dawn of the dead oh, okay. day of the dead land of the dead diary of the dead mm-hmm. something else island of the dead mm-hmm. i think recently i looked to sally for help she gave right. me none oh yeah no that's totally, <laughs> totally not um, but i also like I like the remake of Dawn of the Dead. I like Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So. so if it ends in of the no, Dead. No, because I also, I also liked... Uh, I like Shaun of the Planet 28 of the Apes. Days, 28 uh, days later, 28 weeks later. Those mm-hmm, are good ones. Mm-hmm. World War Z was pretty good. Okay, yeah. It was, you, you just got through that. Yeah, it's more of like a disaster film. There's not a whole lot of like gore. In if you had replaced Z, those though. zombies with a wave of water, yeah. it would have had like the same effect. Yeah, that's true. So, Do you like Del Toro? Like Pan's Labyrinth or anything? I do like Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. That was a scary eye monster. There's a monster scary who, uh, monster. his eyeballs are in his hands. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah. It's, it's creepy. Oh, you have? Yeah. No, not the movie, but oh, I've, yeah. seen the, I've seen the eye monster. Yeah. yeah. The eye monster. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot of his are creepy and yeah. sort of monster-based. I mean, they, they're sort of on the same level as zombie yeah. movies to me. If I watch, like, another, like, I tend to be able to do the, like, satire ones or the ones that are, like, a little bit more meta like, like I, Cabin in the Woods. Like Cabin in the Woods, like the first two Scream films. Okay. Um, John of the Dead. Yeah. So, The Scream films are funny to me because they're so on the border of just being what they, like being yeah. a slasher. Especially film. the second one. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, when I watched them the first time, I was like probably 16 or something, and yeah. I actually did not know if it was supposed to be a parody. I think if I were watching it now, maybe I'd be like, this is obviously yeah. a parody. But at the time, like, there's enough gore, there's enough absolute yeah. outright horror that you're like, okay. The other thing about this, <laughs> the first two Scream movies, at least, I haven't seen the third one, but the first two, is they are so 90s. Yeah. Everything about them, like, <laughs> they're, the way they're meta is 90s, because they're meta in a 90s way, which, uh-huh. you know, if something, if they were to be made today, they'd be so much more, like, on the nose or obvious <laughs> in their things. But also, just... Every, the soundtrack, the fashion, the character Spaghetti and their straps. problems. <laughs> Spaghetti yeah. strips. Yeah. Lots of chokers. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar's in the second. All right. This, Sarah Michelle Gellar. They're anything. so yeah. 90s that the first two movies both have Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Wow. Back when it was cool to cast Jamie right. Kennedy. So this was before Son of the Mask. This was before the uh, Jamie Kennedy experiment. Right. Okay. So, yeah, the experiment mm-hmm. failed. Yeah, I will say early two thousand slasher films though are among my favorites. Man, they were okay. everywhere. I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. Yeah, Is even that... now I know what you oh, did last. Summer. I saw. I still know. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. 
Yeah, that is the actual title to the second yeah, film. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. No, great the first title. one. I saw the first one. I think I saw the second half of the second one. That, is that because Jennifer they... Love Hewitt? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and Sarah Michelle Gellar. The okay. first one <laughs> was Sarah Michelle Gellar, mm-hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prince Jr. Wow. And Got uh, the whole gang. It's a Scooby Who else was and it? And the cast of the, Beverly uh, Hills 90210. <laughs> <laughs> was it a James Vanderbeek? I in can't the first remember. One? The fourth guy. <laughs> yeah, the fourth guy. Yeah. So, mm, that, so that's first. also very 90s. Yes, but it she's is. right. They were everywhere in the 90s. So on TV, on all the movie channels, it was all slasher films too. So if you didn't like those as a kid, too bad. Because yeah. they were everywhere. But I loved them. Yeah. And still oh. do. Did you guys read Goosebumps when you were kids? <laughs> my father went into my grandparents' basement and brought up a stack of Goosebumps books and said, I think you should start reading these. All my other friends were like, their parents were like, no, these Ooh. are of the devil. My father encouraged this, and yeah. they wonder why we turned out the yeah. way Yeah, so you were uh, a Goosebumps fan? I do like Goosebumps. I feel like, quite honestly, I didn't even get into them as much as I was supposed yeah. to. Yeah. But no, I mean, a good Goosebumps. Also, those are like, they're just very they're indicative scary. of our childhood. Yeah, okay. yeah they're kind of just creepy stories, mm-hmm. um, which we loved as kids. Neil, so. Neil Gaiman has a story about his daughter being a big fan of Goosebumps, so he gave her Carrie to mm. read next, Jeez. and the daughter was not happy after reading that. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm sorry to uh, James Vanderbeek, I got you confused with a young Ryan Philippi, and I know what you did last <laughs> summer. I don't even know who that's more insulting to. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd take Vanderbeek's yeah. career. So, ooh, 35 36% of Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. wow. History has proven that. Rotten Tomatoes wrong. So, sorry. I think that my favorite, <laughs> and this is the this is the movie that I always try to, like, See, find I, movies that okay. are like, yeah. is What Lies Beneath with Harrison uh, Ford, Michelle Pfeiffer. That's Which solid. we're going to watch. I'm I mean, excited. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited about watching it. But it's just the right level for me because, like, yeah. it is scary. Like, I find it to be scary. Uh-huh. But it's like, you get over it. It's not, it's not a big yeah. deal. It's... Was that Nicole Kidman one you like too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the others. The others. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, I like that too. Which I yeah. enjoy those, but I do prefer like. Yeah. I prefer like one Paris Hilton. I prefer like Paris Hilton and House of Wax kind of like. Wow. <laughs> this is this oh. is where I like things to go. Yeah. Stake through the head. The thing. John Coppridge is the thing. Mm. I could watch all every Halloween as well. That's yeah, never that's solid. I never, What is that? I've never seen it. Uh, Antarctic research facility. There's an alien that can look like anybody if it kills them, right? Yeah, or bites them or yeah. something like that. So you don't know who's what. Um, and they're all like turning against each other. Okay. It's always nighttime, it feels like. Yeah. So it's pretty good. It, very 80s. Mm. So. Yeah, there was a remake recently, which was not as good, I thought. Yeah. But Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, I like her. Yeah, she's good. Mm-hmm. Not so great in The Thing remake. I haven't seen The Thing remake because oh. I heard it wasn't good. <laughs> so it's technically did a you prequel. Say it? And you said I did. Not yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine, but the original's okay. better. Yeah. All right. I also, I've seen the original, original one, the... It's called The Thing from Another Planet, I have not I believe, seen or The Thing from Outer Space, mm. where we find, it's very 1950s, the alien is actually like, like akin to a vegetable, <laughs> so they even <laughs> mention that, so, yeah. Nice. Fabulous. Attack of the Crab Monsters, is that, is that one of your favorite? Movie. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I do love the Universal classics, I, I watched. Yeah, those are all good. I think the only one I've seen all of is The Mummy. I saw every one of the original mummies. Of course, Brendan Fraser. No, you've seen yeah. Wolfman. No, I'm bit, I mean, I haven't seen... I've seen every mummy movie. Wolfman, oh. I've seen like three of them. Okay. But I yeah. like the Wolfman too. But I oh. think actually the mummy 
is, is really good. I haven't seen the original Mummy. I've only seen the first two Frankenstein films and the Wolfman film. Okay. Does that seem right? Yeah, I guess so. I've Seems never seen right Creature of the Black Lagoon. Well, well, I, I guess this is a good either. time to mention that Tuesday the 25th at 2 o'clock, we're showing The Invisible Man. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Wednesday at 7 o'clock, we're showing The Wolfman. And then Friday at 7 o'clock, we're doing a double feature of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Down in the auditorium. so much better than the first Frankenstein. I don't know if I've said that multiple times on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But, that's, but it really is. It's, it's like a, good a better reminder. film. It's a better story. It uses the novel more hmm. to, and brings in stuff the first film didn't. Interesting. So it's very good. That is, that's my favorite one. I mean, that's kind of cliche because it's considered the best one, but yeah. I agree. There we go. Consensus. I agree with all critics. <laughs> so, what else you got? Uh, well, I guess before we, before we move on from movies, I want Sally, distill it down. If, like, give us a couple of genres of horror movie and mm-hmm. say, like, if you were going to try this genre, go here. So do, like, slasher. What slash? Yeah. I mean, for slashers, I think you have to start with the Scream. 1970s classic. Don't say Chainsaw Man. Texas Chainsaw no! Massacre. Okay. And I say this because it is not as bad as people think. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. There is, there's like one scene it's that y'all are going to want to close your eyes on, but I'm only recommending this to people that want, want to, watch to watch a slasher movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm s- not giving you a wishy-washy yeah. answer. I'm giving you an honest yeah, answer. I, I saw the <laughs> remake with uh, Jessica Biel. Uh-huh. In theaters, and it was one of like the most disturbing hour and a halfs of my life. So it was horrible. The remake is all of the gore with none of the great cinematography, <laughs> and so that's why definitely the original. I kept yeah. getting out of my seat and leaving, and then coming really? back in oh. because after a while I'm like, it's were, just, were you alone? Who no, it was with? just some friends. My friends were going, and they hadn't invited me because they knew I wouldn't want to go. Uh, but I was like, don't just go to a movie without me. I'm coming. So mm-hmm. I went. And it's just in a dark room with a bunch of people with loud chainsaw noises, watching people just get their bodies torn to pieces. And I'm just like, this isn't scary. It's not fun. (laughs) Who's having a good time right now? Are those gunshots outside? Because we're not in a great neighborhood either. So, All right. So so for Slasher, you're going to go that. What about Ghost? I what? actually would go so. Oh, ghost movies! I thought feeling, you meant the <laughs> no, not, not the, <laughs> the Patrick Swayze film. <laughs> um, so if we're going old school, I would go um, with the Haunting, the original, nineteen sixties, I think, early sixties, late fifties. Is that the black and white one yes, where she at the end she like well, drives into a? Are okay. you giving away the? <laughs> end? Is that the one with the stair? <laughs> she like climbs up the. Uh, the staircase, yes. and it's like very wobbly. Yes. I have seen that one. Yeah. So that's, I think, an excellent old school one. Um, if we're going sort of new school, I would say The Conjuring, because oh, no. it only came oh, out in the no. last five years. It is Ugh. absolutely beautiful, brilliant, one of the best tracking shots I've ever seen in a horror movie. And oh, in a horror. I was about to say, uh, I don't think you've seen The Avengers. There's a brilliant <laughs> tracking shot in that. Um, the second one, not as great, but the oh. first one is definitely like a new horror classic. What about... Uh, Lights Out, because I heard that's in the same universe. Lights Out. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, I'll, sh- I'll show you a cover of the, I'll show you the poster. Yeah, I might you, have oh, seen you might it, have missed it and forgotten it. <laughs> uh, or I may not have seen it. Lights Out. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Oh, it just came out this summer. Can Everybody says it's in the same it? universe. Yeah, I'm growing, oh. Okay. You mean universe. So, The Conjuring is based off of um, the same people that investigated what Amityville Horror is based off yeah. of. So, like, it's all, you know, yeah. this is based on a true story. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's yeah. what it's... It's the Warren couple who are famous ghost investigators. Okay. And so it's just one of their case files that they've... You saw Don't Breathe. 
I did see Don't Breathe. Is that not a sl- is that a not a slasher film? I wouldn't call that a slasher film. I guess so. Like that's Home Invasion. Yeah, there's a home. The Home Invasion genre is kind of like branched off of the slasher film because often that's what it is. Yeah. But my sister's favorite genre is Home Invasion, which I do not understand because it is the most terrifying kind. Is she your loves favorite the movie uh, The Strangers? Black Christmas. I love Black Christmas. Black Christmas is a great movie. You want to talk holiday horror movies? I got a few. No, but um, last I got year, a few. Yeah, but um, but Home Invasion is terrifying. Okay. Yeah, it is. Don't breathe was okay. It has too many endings, but I will say it has a pretty decent twist. And it, I believe, from my interpretation, is that it is loosely based on the old Audrey Hepburn movie. Um, Wait Until Dark, which is actually also oh. one of my favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that is also a home invasion genre movie. What, um, yeah, that's a good one. What yeah. do you put the, uh, what are they called? The Saw films in. Are those still slasher? Are those so, scarier? People call those torture porn films. Yeah. Um, which I don't that's, watch those either. That's very light. Um, and I think the Saw versions are actually a fairly decent like if <laughs> the saw the, the saw films if you do not like slasher movies do not watch the saw films yeah. because it is torture is what that is um but they actually have a little bit more of a story to them than like the hostile movies which are just straight up torture that was porn, all so you know i grew up in the 90s and constantly watching commercials for the slasher films and i thought you know as the 90s are ending i'm like it's all done and then stuff like saw and hostile yeah. no, and all I that started coming that. back i'm like what is happening i can't handle that. all these films i don't want to watch all right let's crescendo back down let's <laughs> okay. decrescendo whatever that term yeah. is uh how about sally once like for me that monster squad <laughs> yeah you're gonna watch monster um, squad as a group anytime. like so i don't want it too scary i want it like oh, intense man. lost thrilling. boys <laughs> so okay so i was actually going to say wait until dark but it seems okay. like you've seen that one yeah. already um which is old school that's audrey hepburn i think it's the late 60s mm-hmm. is when it is um but for folks that are like looking for something that is genuinely creepy but... cabin in the woods <laughs> so this is i was gonna say one of my biggest problems is sometimes i will so i think cabin in the woods is a great one for somebody who doesn't love horror. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> it's comical. And so, and it kind of brings you like the twist of it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, yeah. but it brings you back from like being terrified to just being like, oh, I got this. This is cool. I can sleep tonight. I thought it was a comedy. And, so, and I told my wife it was a comedy. Yeah. yeah. She so, didn't watch it as a comedy. Yeah. And this is a problem. I think some people get too wrapped up in the horror part of the movie that mm-hmm. they just can't get over it. But if you're willing to like, you go into it and you're like, this is not going to be as bad as it is when it starts. Mm-hmm. And you just close your eyes once or twice. You, I feel like most fans that are just like, I want something light horror actually would yeah. like that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but not Nick. But apparently not Nick. Um, <laughs> no. There's also like most of the Hitchcock movies I would definitely recommend. Yeah. I just rewatched The Birds. and I love The Birds. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, boy. I mean, it's definitely old school, but it's it holds up pretty yeah, well. It like it's yeah. pretty creepy. We saw that. Um, I think we saw it at a Fathom event. So we saw it in the theaters. Yeah, yeah. Which was I really shall cool. abstain from this bird's critique. You don't like the birds? I don't like the birds. Okay. I would also say probably most of M Night Shyamalan stuff. And mm. I would say his later stuff. I mean, everybody kind of knows it's not great. Yeah. But he just put out the visitors. The um, visit. Or the visit. Sorry, the visit. That was scary. Yeah, we saw. <laughs> the Could visit. you? It, would yeah. you say the visit is the type of horror movie that you can handle? Yeah. Because it's mystery with that element of horror. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I can handle that. What about Bats? Have you ever seen the movie Bats? I have not seen okay. the movie Bats. That's all. It was a movie in the 90s about <laughs> okay. a town being invaded you know by what? bats. While we're talking <laughs> about like Shyamalan, I've never seen... What's the elevator one? Uh, 
Is that just called Devil? Devil? I think it's, yeah, I was going to say the Devil. Is it about the Devil? That's not, I don't Yeah, it's just, yeah, he did. He directed Devil? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Look it up. The guy, (laughs) no, no, no. The person who. He uh, might have, like, just written it or something. The the person who is directing the new Doctor Strange movie. Scott something. I am looking it up. He directed (laughs) Devil. Yeah, that's true. But I think Shyamalan wrote it. Something. He did something with it. Because I went into it. Oh, it's not him then. What the heck did the director of. John Eric Dowdle. Yeah. Uh, directed that. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Um. And, well. Sinister then. It was okay. That's mm, what I'm maybe. thinking. Sinister is <laughs> terrible. Sinister is one of the scariest movies I've seen. Mm. Oh. Do you think Nick could um, handle it? No, <laughs> I do not. Um. Yes. Yeah, Scott Derrickson. That's the director's name I was thinking of. Sorry. He directed oh, he Sinister. Sinister. Yeah. yeah. And Delivers from Evil. And yeah. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I watched that when I was alone in my dorm room in college. Can That's Nick and I handle so the first? exorcist film because i've never seen it but everybody so, says it's like a great piece of film it is it is very good um the exorcist is not so it depends on if you believe in that kind of stuff because if you are going into this like yeah the devil or demons can possess human beings uh-huh. and break their bodies say no more then don't watch <laughs> that movie because it will like absolutely terrify you but if you're going into it like I don't believe in sort of a spiritual in-between and this is not something that can happen, then you're going to watch it like this is a creepy sort of monster movie and then you'll be fine. So Hmm. that's just one of those. Like I can handle exorcism movies pretty fine, but I know people who have seen that movie and never been the same. Okay. Okay, I I like the song. uh, I like the music Tubular Bells. (laughs) So that's the theme of the exorcist film. Okay. So. So if anyone is too scared... Let me tell you some of my favorite children's Halloween books. <laughs> Little Blue Trucks Halloween by Alice Shirtle. <laughs> Halloween Surprise by Corinne Damas. Uh-huh. Clifford's First Halloween by Norman Bridwell. Yeah. Trick or Treat Little Critter by Mercer Mayer. And Halloween at Creepy Castle you don't have the by peanuts Halloween? Allison Inchell. You need to read uh, Bone Dog. Okay. It looks really good. I've read it maybe once. I used to shelve... At my old job, I used to sell children's book. We'd all have like a section, and mine was like N's through S's, and mm-hmm. that book was always there. Okay, and it was really good. Favorite kids Halloween special, like animated. Mm-hmm. What do you got? The Legend of Spooky Hollow with Bing Crosby, the 1949 version. Oh, huh. I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> so good, huh? And not, <laughs> that's not the Disney Ichabod Crane. Yeah, it's, is it? Yeah, legend. Oh. It's like Ichabod Crane, the Legend of. Is it? But it's not the Disney one. one. Or is it I Disney? think it is Disney. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. That terrified me as a child. <laughs> yeah. The hands that go over the moon. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. What about you, Eric? I don't know. You know, I used to really like the original, like short film Tim Burton did, the Frankenweenie. Mm. Oh, that's I don't, cute. Yeah. I not the new one. I haven't seen the new one, but I remember okay. watching the one as a kid and really liking it. Uh, the Halloween Tree. I think we talked about this last time. By Halloween uh, Tree. Okay. By. Uh, Ray, oh geez, Ray Bradbury. He wrote oh, okay. the book, which I haven't read since, but the movie I remember being kind of scared as a kid. So I can't, I can't really think. I'm sure anything from Nickelodeon at that time I loved. Any Halloween yeah. episode they did, I gotta go Garfield. Garfield's I was Halloween say, I got special. A soft spot for yeah, Garfield. That's gotta be. That's, that's probably my favorite. Yeah. Bing Crosby is it is the Disney version. Community. Yeah. The, Adventures the, of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. The show Community has some of my favorite like Halloween. Roseanne was famous for that. Roseanne, was like, it? instead of, oh, uh, yeah. instead of like, big Christmas episodes, they did Halloween, yeah. so. Oh, that's fun. So, okay. Yeah. Anything else? I don't know, Sally. Any, anything else we want to close? 
I I mean, we, I feel like we've got a pretty decent start. I think we did too. Yeah. We okay. had like five more of these though, right? Kurt, yeah. Like yeah. This okay, is just the yeah. first. I, I, yeah. I know. We didn't sure. even get into music. Special. <laughs> we didn't. All right. Give us give us like a top five. Halloween top five? Song. Yeah. From the 70? Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, okay. No pressure. Just give us five. All right. I like five Pet is... Cemetery a lot. Okay. That one's great. Uh... I mean, a lot of the top five ones are going to be ones everybody knows, like the Ghostbusters That's fine. theme All right. and uh, Monster Mash. Okay. But, I mean, the other stuff I like is uh, Jack the Ripper by Morrissey. Okay. That's a great one. I already said Pet Cemetery. Uh, the new uh, Werewolves 21, of Werewolves Wonders is yeah. on there. The new 21 Pilot song that was in Suicide Squad called Heathens. Uh-huh. I like that a lot. I've added okay. that there, too. So, Actually, there's a song I should mention called Heartbreak Over uh, Innsmouth, which is based off of uh, Shadow Over Innsmouth by H.P. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft. And it's just a song about a guy falling in love with a girl who becomes like a Innsmouth creature, a half-fish person thing. It's really funny, but I was listening to the song with my wife, and she didn't. She thought the song, the guy just wrote this song. And he's like, where do people just come up with this crap? Because he's just singing about how the girl like became a fish and half-amphibian creature and all these like fake gods and everything. She's like, I just don't like it. It's weird. I'm like, well, it's based off of the H.P. Lovecraft story. She's like... Oh, <laughs> now it makes now sense. It makes sense. <laughs> now it's just not some weird guy coming up with a song. Right. Yeah, so that, I got a lot of uh, video game remixes on there from uh, like Castlevania and Doom and stuff. Okay. Got some classic songs like uh, the Halloween theme, Tubular Bells All right. and stuff. So All right. It's a great time. Oh, the new uh, Goosebumps song. There we go. From the Goosebumps movie. The Jack, Jack Black. Black did it. It's mm. like a, it's based off of like 90s songs that basically like... Ex- Describe the entire movie you had just watched. It's called uh, Bumps Gonna Goose Ya, and it's great. It's just this guy rapping about all these things. He's like, you better run from the wolf of where, uh, Fever Swamp and all this stuff. And then the chorus is like, Bumps Gonna Goose Ya. Okay. It's great. Wow. <laughs> all right, we'll mark it down. Okay. As a hit. <laughs> all right. Well, okay, so remember, you can always find the podcast on soundcloud.com slash all the books. Flame by, uh... I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop now. You started me. iTunes. <laughs> iTunes. You can find us on iTunes. You can find all us the on book YouTube. Uh, and if you want to go back and visit some of our classic episodes, we have three Halloween episodes from the past. <laughs> Episode seven is Halloween Now, where we talk all things Halloween books. Yeah. Episode eight, we do a special spotlight on The Wolfen, a book that's never circulated. Yeah, that was part of our uh, Lonely Hearts book club. Sure was. And then uh, episode nine, not ten, but nine, is Shining a Light on Stephen King, where we Talk Stephen King. We sure did. So you can revisit those in the past. So remember to rate us on iTunes. Yeah. And you can find us on Twitter at All the Book Show yeah. and Facebook at David A. Howe Public Library. Yeah. So thanks to our guest. Sally. Do we have any library news? Thanks for joining us. You are welcome. Yeah. And Sally's going to be teaching a class. We just settled it on November 15th, Tuesday, November 15th. Woohoo. 6.30. We're going to do Mod Podge. Yeah. Some uh, glassware and in a fall theme. So. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty simple class, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Most, yeah. Most definitely. And so you don't a have to have a, a lot of mod podging uh, <gasps> experience. Sally, <laughs> we didn't mention that you, I, and our, the David A. Howe Library's Children uh, Librarian went to the Andover Haunted House. Oh, okay. OMG, yeah. it was so fun. All right. What, what's the official title of that? Is it just the Andover Haunted House? That's what I Yeah. Andover, knows. New York. Does, how, they've said this was their 20th anniversary. Yeah. And Sally, you've been there three times now? Yeah, three years in a row. And uh, Jessica... Jessica, who works at our front desk, also works there. She was a horrifying clown. Yeah, she's horrifying every year, and she does not break character, except for to creepily say my name. Yeah. So... Shout yeah, out we, to we walk into a room. She terrifies me this, every year. We walk into a room, and this was after being lost through like a black fabric 
maze forever. We walk into a room and it's just a bunch of like clowns just sitting around. We're like, all right, maybe they're fake clowns. Yeah. Nope, they all just move and scare us. And then yeah, we realize we, one is Jessica, and it's you know, she she doesn't break character. Even if you're like, Jessica, it's me. Please stop scaring me. It's Eric. Wow. So there, it's Eric. yeah, yeah it's there was time. some pretty. I think uh, they picked up on the fear I had because they seemed to come up right to my face a lot more than some of the other people. Yeah, Katara, who was like totally chill, didn't yeah. get harassed that much. Yeah. <laughs> I got put into a jail cell. Wow. They're like, who, they asked who wants to go into our jail cell? And there was a guy right up in my face like this one. I'm like, you're just picking me because I'm scared. <laughs> well, joke's on you because I'm not. So, good luck. It was, it was pretty intense. You think you're done at one point. You step outside like we're done and then it just leads you into the basement. Wow. So, yep. oh, there was a room of pregnant women. It was, that was, oh, that, that was, was creepy. Rough. That was too much. But yes, there were there were some maze moments, and uh, actually, while we were waiting outside uh, for our group to be called, the power went out. Yeah. And like it was scary being outside, but I'm thinking there are people inside right now who are yeah. thinking the power just went out. So. Jeez. But they they go all out for a small Andover is smaller than Wellsville. Yeah. But they go all out for this thing, wow. and it's nonprofit. Hmm. They said they uh they start building this haunted house in July. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And they give all the proceeds to the Humane Society or you know, some the, sort of animal The uh, ASPCA here. Yeah. So That's great. It, it was a fun time. It was a spooky time. I think you can handle it, man. Do you? Yeah. I think you got to go with us Maybe next, next my, year. My wife sat out. She doesn't like being startled. She's a wuss. <laughs> wow. But, Rude. But you know what? She... she uh, she kept her spot at the bench. She, oh, that's she, good. she read Alexander McCall bench Smith's warmer. Emma oh, okay. by the fire. Wow. So that sounds pretty nice. Yeah, like an autumn night just yeah, reading Alexander nice. McCall Smith. Pretty nice. So, <laughs> all, right. all right. So anything else library news that we're missing? Craft I, class. Well, no, I think I already talked about the... Anime uh, club every Wednesday for teenagers, uh, 5.30 to 7.30. Yeah. And then our card club, our Yu-Gi-Oh! card club, it looks like. Unless you are bringing your own Pokemon or Magic cards um, around 3. All right. on Tuesdays. No, we have the Halloween movies, which we mentioned. Uh, Kids' Halloween party is the 29th, followed by a special showing of Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King at mm. 1130 in yeah. the auditorium. Book clubs are currently reading Patchwork Planet by Ann yeah. Tyler. Uh, we're finishing up now uh, Frankenstein by Dean Koontz. We got a, that, that meets the first uh, Tuesday. In two weeks from now, yeah. yeah. Two weeks. Uh, then after that, we'll move on to In the Bleak Midwinter by Julia Spencer Fleming. So join okay. us for a book club. They're a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, they have been so, fun. I've been to maybe like three in a row now yeah and they were a lot of fun yeah that's so, pretty good a lot of uh a lot of good talk. usually it seems like everybody's 50 50 on who likes oh it i know and who yeah yeah it's, a so nice it's never split, like so. i haven't been to one where it's been unanimously agreed upon that it was a good book. i think we read a, a robert parker spencer one uh -huh. and everyone loved it yeah and i think that was the only time that's yeah. ever happened my wife seems We've to generally read like ones the where books they hate them. yeah so. she does she does yeah she tends to like them so yeah. anyway that's it <laughs> come hang out with us Listen yeah. to our Halloween episodes. <laughs> Thanks again, Sally, for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.